so long that I feel like we need to reintroduce ourselves. <laughs> well, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually the whole point of this episode. It's season two. We're starting season two. Y'all didn't even know we ended season one because mm-hmm. we went on holiday by mistake. It was a, a <laughs> sneak. <laughs> it's kind of a, a sneaky end to the season. It's kind of like a cliffhanger. If you will. <laughs> That you didn't even know you yeah. were experiencing or until that it, right. you were like, are they still alive? Is that show over? <laughs> they just do it that one season? No. No. We're back for season two. Of the Be The Light podcast. And we're glad you're here with us today. I am Marilyn. And I'm Melissa. And... Um, there's been a lot of things that have happened since we ended season one, since last fall of 2018. I would say the biggest change has been, we are... Completely different people? Well, there's that. <laughs> Completely different I don't people. even remember who I used who to be. Was I <laughs> who was I in October was of 2018? was I and who am I? Um... I think the biggest thing, because uh, for our listeners who, you know, supported us all through season one and um, heard many stories of our time at our beloved cottage, that we went through our own personal transformational experience and felt very guided that it was time to graduate, if you will. And move forward into new experiences, new endeavors, new projects. We had both been feeling it. It had been a very heartful process. Typically in our business endeavors or our practice endeavors, one of us will feel a certain way and the other one will be there to kind of like pull the other one out of the mire, you know, like to, to process things and to kind of work through them. And then we just take turns, thank goddess, back and forth, and we're there for each other. And this was just really unusual. And we kind of just brought it up at the same time of like, you know, some doesn't feel right anymore. Like it just feels like it's time. Our place of practice sort of started to feel like it was just anchoring us down because our our real passions were for doing these group sound immersions and trying to really reach as many people as we possibly could with sound healing and making these podcasts and then individually we each have things that we're also interested in doing because of course we're dynamic 
humans that are always wanting to create things in our own lives. So, well, and for me personally, and just for my life situation, there is a lot of unpredictability when you're anchoring a space for people to come in and and have a, a a session for their healing journey and to be going down that path it's really hard it becomes very challenging to try to schedule and even now and so um everything has been really very fast paced mm-hmm. for me since but it, yet it's been it's it is a big change because I really miss having our space. There are days I really, really, really miss it. Everyone thinks that Marilyn and I, because we are so close and we do share so many of the same thoughts and dreams, and we are very different people and we deal with things very differently. You know, you say everything's been so fast-paced. To me, it's literally like time has stood still. I know. I, I know it's very different. I've had a lot of time to process and to really feel to grieve having the cottage and having our Reiki practice is something that you don't really even realize how much you identify with a certain aspect of yourself until you're not really doing that or you're trying to transition out of it. And it's just like, who am I without that? Who am I without like, I mean, obviously I can do that anywhere. Those things don't leave you. They're all, parts of yourself that you have fully integrated into yourself and I think that especially when you're in some sort of a practice where your your goal is to serve humanity you know your goal is healing work there is a certain aspect of like obligation that you really feel like in your heart to serve humanity in that way we spent five years activating people and helping them in uh, along their path it's their sovereign path their their journey and but what ends up happening for a lot of those people um they have taken that and they've expanded upon it and created their own way of serving humanity because that's how it works mm-hmm. Because once we do the work for ourselves, once we can come to a place of unconditional self-love, which is always an ongoing, ever-changing journey. Always layers. Right. There's always going to be layers. That's the thing. It's like, I wish... There is no end to the healing journey. The healing journey is a lifelong journey if you're a human being on this planet. Right. It's your life. You know, and it should be everyone's mm-hmm. full-time job. And yet we want to have this perspective that we have this um, finish line and then everything is great. I, I've, I'm, I'm no longer X, Y, and Z. Quote, unquote, enlightenment. Uh-huh. I'm enlightened now. I'm, I'm, you know, like I'm totally spiritually aligned. Uh, my life is about blah, 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 blah. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to say no. Because you're here on earth as a human being. And if you're here, you're choosing to be here for the human experience. And you're choosing to be here at this time because of the awakening that's happening on this planet. Because this return from fear and separation to unity and love. Right. And 
everybody here is not only transmuting trauma from their own life, from every lifetime they've had, from the generational trauma to trauma on the land to trauma in collectives of human beings and groups of human right. beings. I mean, it just it's not going to it's not going to just perpetual, like right, it's a disappear. Undulating microcosm to a macrocosm. It's back and forth continuously and the point of power is always going to lie within the individual to have that yes. awakening, that remembrance, the healing and taking that forward and being that. So then you get a you get to inspire or ca be the catalyst for someone else. Mm -hmm. And so it goes. It is. It is really that. And and so that was a beautiful endeavor that we were so completely aligned in doing and mm -hmm. we needed to do for our own journey. Oh my gosh. You know, Absolutely. the layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers. So as you know, if you've ever listened to any of our podcasts or the 11 steps to shifting your reality, you know, we're big on intuition and listening to your higher guidance and your higher wisdom. Paying attention to signs. And, you know, we say that all these things as a reminder to ourselves as well on our healing journey because... Every day, every moment of every day, we get presented with opportunities to pay attention to that or to not pay attention. And so these nudges from spirit had been coming to each of us individually in thoughts, in synchronicities, and we had an opportunity to ignore them and to go with what our personality selves sticking were, with you know, we're just stick sticking it, with it. Like, stick it with that it. can't be right. Like, just why would going. spirit not want us to do this healing work? Right. Why would we say so goodbye important. to this magical place? Like, surely some wires are getting crossed or I'm hearing something else that's trying to trip me up here and get me off the path. And there's always that kind of feeling mm -hmm. of like, is this a test, Satan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not really but you know but where really. you're just like is this a test that I'm giving myself as to like whether or not I'm dedicated yes. enough? but now it doesn't feel like that and so it was really like you have to drop into that you get the messages and then you have to really feel into the truth of it or not you know is this true for me or not and so we were without telling each other which is unusual we were both experiencing that on our own personal level in the way that our higher selves communicate with us individually. And then one day we just said it to each other. It's time. It's time. You know, and those were the messages that it's time. And if time. it wasn't, we wouldn't have gone forward with doing it. Absolutely because not. Because what were we doing? We were trusting. And but, it felt mm -hmm. like... Indiana Jones and the last crusade mm -hmm. and you're just blindly taking a step forward and taking another step and taking another step and the road comes up to meet you. Well, that's the surrender. Mm -hmm. And that's sometimes really hard to do. I mean, we're faced with those conundrums all the time in our life. Should I stay or should I go? Because I know this path and I know what I'm doing. But really, is it truly beneficial to everybody involved, including 
ourselves, including myself, including yourself, you know. And part of serving humanity is serving humanity in the way that that our higher selves want us to be serving humanity in right. that time, in that moment, right? Because, you know, the higher self has the higher picture of what is needed that we, we can't see, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can easily just keep doing the same thing over and over and over mm-hmm. again every day, but... Which is what most people <laughs> do because it is, you know, you talk about the path of least resistance, getting that term, getting this, you know. But really, doesn't it become the path of more resistance if you're sort of doing something that isn't really aligned? It is. It kind of reminds me. I need to look it up. I was just talking to somebody about this movie, Waking Life. You remember Waking oh, Life yes. by Richard Linkletter? And uh, it was... This really mm-hmm. very progressive film at the time and the technique and the technical aspect of doing this animation over live shot video, right? So you got real actors, you got real people doing real things, and then you're going to do this whole other treatment to it. And so there are these series of vignettes that are loosely integrated or connected. And um, there are two philosophers sitting in a bar discussing really what is it with man is it just because that we're stymied by the infinite possibilities of all of it? Or is it just because we're lazy? <laughs> and I'm telling you. Both. It's both, but never, ever underestimate the power of laziness, of not doing anything. That <laughs> is something I'm very familiar with, <laughs> you know? I mean, I think that having to be so productive at a young age... I mean, no wonder coal miners would retire at the age of 12. They were done. They'd already put in their time. The age of 12. Right. They've been down there in that coal mine working since they were four. You know, that's a career. I mean, that's, you know, coal mine years are like triple normal years. Were you a coal miner? (laughs) Was this something else I don't know about you? Because... (laughs) I'm kind of wondering why you know so much about this. <laughs> did you retire at the age of 12? I'm sure I did in some lifetime. <laughs> I've done child, plenty of child labor in this lifetime, I can tell you that. Although my mom has no recollection of it ever happening. Yeah, so I think that people, when I say the path of least resistance, what I mean by that is people are going to typically choose the comfort of the dysfunction that they know, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't look like anything dysfunctional, it's still not serving your highest good mm-hmm. because the fear of the unknown. What's going to happen if I do this? What's going to happen? Who, who, who are am we? I, right? Right? Who, who am I? Who am I? If I am not am this, I? right? And... It's not always comfortable to be questioning our identity and having that and coming back to, and I will just speak for myself, is my accountability uh, indicator is, am I walking my talk? And if I'm not walking my talk and my talk being my beliefs, my internal beliefs about myself, there are a lot of times I'm not walking my talk. And I'm like, what am I doing? Things don't feel right. So I'm really proud of us for having the recognition and the bravery and 
we have completely processed this experience in two very different ways. I honestly, in full disclosure to you and to everybody listening, I don't know that I've really even processed it. I haven't had a second that I feel like I've been able to allow the massive damn of feelings, <laughs> you know, that are just, they're just right there, you know, but for me and my life situation right now, I feel like that is just something that I've got to leave in its own little container over here for a little bit longer until I'm ready for that because I don't feel like I'm ready for that right now. I know y'all just getting all kinds of full disclosure. Well, I think it's funny because I said Did that. Did you get me a shot of truth serum? To earlier? no, <clears throat> Professor Snape wasn't here. Damn it. It's just that microphone. It's something about holding the microphone. Always. Just People just you. spill their guts. I don't know why. <laughs> Interrogators just need a mic. A good There's no waterboarding needed. And like a just good a, pop filter. Right. And you're just like, you're on the show. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. I thought it was funny because, you know, I get my hair cut with two of our clients mm-hmm. and friends. Friends. Who we love. Dearly. And so it's kind of like a little girl gang of ascension speak and fun, getting caught up and high vibes and you know, everybody all knows stuff. the shorthand. And I was it's like going to a local <laughs> spot, you know. <laughs> I was saying something like that of like I just I can't let myself think about it until we've actually moved the last thing out. And I know. Reagan mm-hmm. says to me like, "Oh, how nice, how convenient mm-hmm. for you that you can just do that and compartmentalize that and just <laughs> right. put it away like that." And uh-huh. and yeah, sure. Let me know how that works out mm-hmm. for you. Oh, well, I know. You know, and I was like, oh, yeah, seriously, yeah. because we all know that the yeah. longer we let stuff sit there, yeah. not only do we not want to open it, it's already like, it's so full. Mm-hmm. We're basically just opening the door and throwing shit in before it all like spills out. And then we mm-hmm. don't want to go back and revisit it. And then mm-hmm. what happens when we don't is that we start having physical, mental, emotional breakdowns, right? right? Absolutely. My, if I had to come up with an analogy of how I have processed our move, it would be like having, you know, when you're moving and you've got to get the logistical stuff unpacked first, I need all the practical things first. At least that's my method. Give me the dishes, give me the towels, where are the sheets? And yet the keepsake stuff, right? These things that we would maybe not sit there and and go through right away that's what it's felt like i've had to dip into that box and process it in these increments Mm -hmm. where it's not like what i wanted which was to have a week of nobody fucking talking to me and let me just cry and watch a bunch of netflix and have my own little just you know it's beautiful it's sad be glad it happened all of the stuff and I had to do that in little bits, little parts. But I parts. feel like that's always how it is with you. It is like that with so me. And I, I recognize that. And See, so this is I, a beautiful thing. maybe that's just mm-hmm. your process. It is. But what I've discovered is I'm tired of my process. I'm working, I'm consciously working now on changing my process of my processing. I mean, not to get all meta, but it's kind of like important uh, because my old way of processing. You need to overwrite this, your operating system. Uh, yeah, maybe just a complete F disk this bitch and start over. The other gift of all of this was not only the recognition 
of the processing that no longer serves me is getting to do this whole new way of like, once again, here we are back to this zero point of who are we? Mm -hmm. What are we? (laughs) You know, (laughs) why are we, are we, um, and clearly we have some, where are we coming up? You know what I mean? Like, because our lives are so multidimensional. Well, and that's only increasing with frequency of just the, the thinness of the veil. Oh, the veil is so thin. I'm like, I'm running into people all the time that are saying like, oh, I saw you. And I'm like, did you? I don't. Uh, we've been getting did that for I, a while. Was I there? Was I there? Did was I talk I to Was I there? You? I don't know. Because I feel like I'm an apparition that nobody, can you see me? <laughs> you know, am I here? <laughs> I can see you. Yeah, but you're in probably in the same dimensional plane as me. I mean, this is the problem. I feel like for most people, they experience me as a disembodied voice. <laughs> or like something from a dream. <laughs> well, that's definitely or the case with <laughs> an me. hallucination. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I I feel like that. Are we apparitions? No. The last time I checked my knees, my back, and my pelvic floor, I feel pretty physical. (laughs) But who am I to say? Maybe the joke's on us. Because maybe you get to still... Maybe it's like having a phantom phantom. limb. (laughs) It is. It's the it's phantom my, physical pain. It's my phantom Just to kind of trick yourself pains. into thinking that I'm not you're still physical fully physical. Anymore, but I but feel I have it. Some phantom, phantom I have, limb I'm pains. Having some phantom <laughs> muscle spasms. <laughs> oh no! I'm shutting that shit down. I'm not doing that. Well, good for you. <laughs> I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying quite if we get as... to create our own reality, I'm not creating one where you don't no. have a body, but you have phantom body what pains. What would the point <laughs> of that be? I'm not taking the perpetual suffering path. No. I don't want to do that. No. Yeah. So we're not doing that. And now we get to have um this whole new path that we get to create of what we're doing and we love doing all aspects of the work that we do but i just i love this we love making these podcasts and we don't really know i mean we're not going to make any proclamations of where season 2 is going to go no. because we're not really sure yet and we we, don't wanna... we like to kind of read the field mm-hmm. and some Things from season one that we thought were going to work out and manifest didn't. Mm-hmm. And things that were supposed to happen, happened. And so, like all things in our life, we trust that any, everything's going to unfold as it should. We can tell you that we're going to, you know, talk about topics that are fascinating. To us. To us. <laughs> and that we're going to have conversations with people that we want to be able to have conversations with. Mm-hmm. and that's that's one of our guilty pleasures from truly. having our having this podcast is that we get to I talk know. to the people 
that inspire us, people mm -hmm. that are doing amazing things on this planet. And because of the love and gratitude that we feel of how, how these p individuals have impacted our lives and given us things to think about and new perspectives to see the world through, we like to honor them by shining a spotlight on the work that they're doing and how they're serving humanity so that more people can find out about them. So there'll be some of that for sure. Anything and everything, not everything, but lots of things that you didn't even know you needed to know or wanted to know. And that's really what people want. They want the things that they don't even know that they needed. Well, we're here to give people but, what they don't even yeah, know that they need. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It feels really good to be back behind the microphone. It does. With you in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. It was kind of strange recording and not having like a million stones falling all over the place. And <laughs> part of the fun of making the podcast at the mm -hmm. cottage in our office was maneuvering around all of these little mini altars and cords everywhere. Cords, and microphone stands. Now There's here we are. It's just nothing. It's nothing lots of room. Right? I, I do have some choice stones that I pulled out of my bag. I know. And we do have Mother Mary. And Mother and Mary. Jude. Of course, St. Jude. He's Patron always the most saint of lost things. He is. We love you. Mm -hmm. We're grateful to every single person who yeah. tunes in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us as we continue our journey here on the Be The Light podcast. Feel free to subscribe, write a review if you're just bored and don't have anything else to do. Follow us on Instagram, Be The Light Podcast. Visit our website, BeTheLightRocks.com. Drop us a line. Yeah, reach out. Leave us a comment on our YouTube channel. You can reach out telepathically. Mm -hmm. We will probably get the message. We'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, until next time. Our amazing theme music was lovingly created by Frequency Jones. Visit our website, BeTheLightRocks.com. We'll connect again wherever you are and whenever you are. Thank you.